Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Beauty School Dropout podcast, a skeptical and irreverent take on skincare, makeup, and the whole industry by two beauty outsiders. That's me, Sam. And me, Ali. We're bringing you fresh fortnightly content looking at the science behind the stuff you put on your face, beauty myths and gimmicks, and all the shit that goes down in a multi-billion dollar industry. If you're listening to us already, you've found us. Subscribe to get notified when our next episode drops. If you want to get even closer, you can follow us on Instagram at Beauty School Dropout Pod. Welcome back, class. On this week's episode of Beauty School Dropout, we're having an important conversation about beauty markups and how to buy guilt-free. Crack the secrets of the ingredients list and help us say goodbye to one of our favourite brands. Stay with us. So, uh, hey. Hello. Do you remember us? (laughs) Hello, 2021. Hi, 2021. I hope uh, you're happy to see us. We dipped out for a minute there. We had to take a break. Well, look, we're going to be straight with you. This production, if you will, was born out of underemployment. I would say so. Yeah. So this was kind of like an idea that we did and we were so excited about it. We put a lot into it and then I got my job back (laughs) (laughs) and we kind of like, well, we don't want to half-ass things and we were sort of thinking about how we're going to continue on and how we can keep putting out this great a fucking content because now we have the fans yeah hello to the fans hello to the fans this one's for you this one's for the people that found us during our break because you know what you guys are really driving our analytics to be honest you kept sending me all those updates you're like 49 people have listened today i'm like that's weird we aren't doing anything so but back to what we were sort of talking about we wanted to take some time to figure out the best way we can still do this podcast because we love doing it it's just fun um but without being like shit yeah it's (laughs) not a full-time job we have other full-time jobs some of us have two going on three (laughs) this is my third uh so we we designed this to be a fortnightly podcast and that's what we want it to be don't hold us to it please this is a real world like (laughs) it's gonna be a surprise you're just gonna be like at home one day and suddenly you get a notification surprise bitch you've been nice and you've subscribed to our podcast on spotify or apple that's literally the key thing. So we're not saying this to mooch subscribers, although that would have been smart. I hadn't thought about it that way. But uh, we're going to know. We'll let you know. Yeah. 
you know, we'll call you. <laughs> Don't call us. Don't call <laughs> us. Um, we do want to put them out frequently, but uh, we're out here editing our own content and we want it to be good. So we'll show up when you'll have us. So last week, uh, one of the old girls got put out to pasture. Oh, a long drive to the farm? (laughs) She's just going to a farm. She's not going to a factory. Don't worry about it. Can you tell us what happened? Guys, we lost one of the the real ones. Becca Cosmetics is soon to be no muss. No more. Finite. The end. Goodbye, my highlighting dreams. I'm very surprised. I'm really surprised. So, like... I have a lot of thoughts on this, so like yeah. hold on to your butts, guys, because this is a personal one for me. Becca was single-handedly my gateway drug to makeup. It was. And like this is how I – it was the first thing I bought from Sephora and it was because people at work gave me a Sephora gift card and I was like, what do I do with this? And that's how it started. It lit, And then I was like, oh, brother. And then we ended up here. Here we are. But basically I bought one of their highlighters and it dead set changed my life. Mm-hmm. It – opened me up to all types of makeup but uh yeah then after that I guess it just hung around and did not much <laughs> did it? it's still taking up a lot of space in your makeup drawer yeah I mean I still use the products don't get me wrong but like I'm talking like when I first got into Becca this is like 2017 yeah they're coming off the release of the iconic Jaclyn Hill uh, champagne pop mm-hmm. release. Uh, the Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen did a palette with them in 2017. Yeah. And they were bought out by Estee Lauder, I think, in 2016. That's the that's the tale as old as time. Bought yeah. out by Estee Lauder. Bought out by Estee Lauder. Killed by Estee Lauder. Um, <laughs> the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Totally. Right so, across the horizon as soon as someone says, Estee Lauder has acquired. Like, <laughs> <laughs> See you never. But you know what? I really, I love Becca, but after that real rush and a push and all that publicity and the Chrissy Teigen of mm. it all, um, they kind of just sat there and did nothing. And every time they would release something, I would get really excited and try to love it. And I just wouldn't. How many highlighters can one have? I mean, the limit does not exist. That doesn't apply to me. How many highlighters from one brand can one have? Well, uh, the thing is, people are talking a lot about the fact that uh, the pan sizes are quite big. So we're talking like the powder press highlighters. You never hit pan on those things. I still have my busted ass champagne pop. From, like, the beginning of time, a.k.a. 2017. Uh, So there's sort of, like, this, like, and I'm talking, I'm talking about the depths of uh, Reddit here that people are saying like, well, I would never go back and buy another one or one for life. So you mm. kind of don't have that re- repeat purchase. Yeah. So maybe I, like, like, is that why the revenue wasn't there? But I honestly w- would put it down to lack of innovation. Yeah. And I say this with all the love in my heart for, for Becca. For those of you that don't know, Becca was established in 2001 like I was in year eight and the shit was going on I had no idea (laughs) took me a long time to figure it out um but it's been around for a really 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 long time and only kind of just made it big and then just kind of went out like a like a like a balloon, I Are guess. Are you saying that the Zero Pigment Foundation was not innovation? That thing gave me a rash, first of all. <laughs> I like, still haven't figured out what it actually was. I, I still haven't figured out what it was that caught my skin on fire. And so, yeah, like I think like they had this big bust of really exciting uh, product. And then they, I just don't know that – and you could put it down to the creative direction of Estee Lauder. Mm. I don't know what the internal situation is over there. But – all that innovation, all of that celebrity collab just kind of like went away. 
And Fenty came along. And Fenty came along, but also, like, Becca were doing it, I think it was a collab with uh, Khloe Kardashian and her oh, friend. They had, like, those letters, like the glow letters. Yeah, it was that shit. Was a, that was a weird time. Yeah, and I was like, mm, like, I get that people buy Kardashian shit, like, mm. they're rich for a reason, but um, when I look at Khloe Kardashian, I don't think of, like, the, the brand image that Becca puts out there. I felt like it was a very odd choice. Yeah. Like, she obviously, she's, like, a full, but she's got that full face of makeup look. Where when I think of Becca, I think of like glowy, soft Bondi skin. You think of Chrissy Teigen, right? You think of Chrissy Teigen, yeah. It was like a bit of like, so I think like their death was like um, a series of missteps and <laughs> wrong choices, or perhaps they'd made their money and got out, and it's one of those things where the brand runs itself or runs itself into the ground. Yeah. We were just talking about Estee Lauder killing off brands once they acquire them. And it is, we just, the one that we found was prescriptives, which I was thinking like just maybe last year, I was like, whatever happened to that brand? And turns out it's been dead for like 10 years, but it was like, it used to be at Mecca, like old school Mecca. So the blood is on whose hands for that murder? That's Estee. I see you, Estee. But another interesting development is like, obviously a lot of brands are underperforming in the pandemic, but are they looking to spend money elsewhere? During the pandemic, skincare yeah. purchases went through the fucking roof. And Becca's never done that. It, it, well, they, their skincare situation gave me a rash, so they yeah. best leave that alone. We try not to talk about it. We don't. I'm sorry about that rash. But um, essentially, they have – was a full stake in Decium? Yeah. That I they think they bought, them, like, they bought a stake a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then Old Mate went off the reservation <laughs> – <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. That was very sad. But Estee actually, Estee having a stake in, in them at that point was actually probably a really good thing because it pulled the brand back in. Definitely. It meant it couldn't be killed essentially by its founder. There are but, some necessary evils yeah. is what you're telling me. <laughs> I love Estee Lauder. I'm talking a lot of shit, but I love you guys. There are, you know, they had those checks and balances then. And who knows what the ordinary would be today if Brandon had just run off with it, right? Oh, 100% or, you know... Unfortunately, the way that that ended, who knows where the brand's hands would have fallen to. Like, the artistic direction was gone. His vision was gone, but it was somewhat preserved by Estee Lauder having a stake in it. Yeah, and you can't see them changing Decium too much. I mean, the whole thing with The Ordinary is its price point. Yeah, 100%, and it's effective and, like, it's not even pretty to look at, to be honest. So It's not. Yeah, like, like, but... Brands, like the phases, they come and they go. And I guess Estee Lauder saw the value in uh, moving their money from Becca into Decium because it was almost in the same news cycle that that all kind of came out. The writing's been on the wall for years for that one. Well, the one thing I will say, um, Becca actually did come out with a good product for like the first time in a couple of years that I actually wanted (laughs) to buy. And I did buy it. It's the Becca Light Shifter Doing Tint. Uh, Illuminator, another really long fucking product that I words. can't be bothered saying as, as I yeet the product back into my <laughs> thing of highlighters. But um, it really is, it works like a Charlotte Tilbury kind of like, it's a very illuminating um, like kind of base, but it's mm-hmm. a little bit more uh, pigmented. Yeah. Uh, but it's really damn good. And it, I kind of saw all these people talking about it and it got really buzzy and just like that. State. Everything you love gets discontinued. It does. So um, we, we wanted to celebrate Becca. RIP, Becca. Um, we will see you all at the Estee Lauder corporate store <laughs> to grab are- a few of those illuminating Oh, honey. Like, people are backing up and I'm doing the same. So, yeah, we'll see you at the Estee Lauder corporate store where we are members. Please don't cancel us. <laughs> 
I don't know if you guys remember, um, there was a very public humiliation that occurred on this podcast some episodes ago. And it has to do with the word stepfather. God, God damn. Ali likes to create these games to embarrass me in front of our listeners, in front <laughs> of my cat who is in the room. And I think we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. All right. This is Lipstick Shade or Some Shit I Just Made Up, the Urban Decay Edition. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready? Uh, Sure. All right. I'll start with a fairly easy one, I feel like. What about safe word? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, that's... That's one? That's a product. I can see that from Urban Decay. Yeah. Very on brand for them. I have one point. Don't forget to record. Okay. Because I want to win... What about degenerate? <laughs> um, <laughs> I could like I could see myself giving that lipstick to a few people I know, <laughs> but I want to say that it isn't one. No, it's not. But I might get it for myself. I might create I create a line just to call one degenerate. <laughs> this is the the key product from our upcoming brand. Yeah. Well, continuing, you know, on the theme. What about birthday suit? No, I remember this from the last one. Wait, or do I not? No. We no. didn't have birthday suit last time. I want to say yes. It's not. It's what? actually two-faced. I knew that. That's a trick. You bitch. Ah, ha, ha. This is rough, guys. You see, like, I, I was really, like, I'm disheartened. These are hard because the MAC ones are, like, really long. Yeah, right. But these ones are, like, short ones. I'm going to do OPI nail polishes next time. That's going to be fun. Oh, God. All right. Okay, what about gash? Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> gash. A giant wound. You cannot be putting something called gash on your mouth. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. What the fuck? Yeah, thank you. What, I want to know you. what colour it is. You know what? It could be, it could change everything <laughs> just depending on the colour. <laughs> oh, I have to edit that one out. <laughs> okay. Next one, asphyxia. No. It's, it's kind of unpleasant, isn't it? No. no, it actually is. What? Yeah. Oh, Urban Decay think they're so edgy. Like, I know, this is... how would you like to die? There's a lip shade for that. <laughs> I hope it's blue. Ugh. Okay, exterminate. Exterminate. Well, the way things are going, I'm going to say yes. No, it's not. I was doing so well in the beginning. This is truly a tough <laughs> It's game. really gone downhill. Okay, this one might be a little bit easier. What about double team? What the fuck? These are so weird. Um, is it a double-ended... <laughs> Apparatus. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Yeah, it is. And <sighs> sorry to any of our family that are listening. Yeah, oh, wow. Sorry to your mum. Yeah, sorry. sorry, Tracy. <laughs> She'll appreciate that. What about Nike? Nike. Um, I'm going to say no because it sounds like a two-faced brand. Yeah, it was. they have naked, right? Obvious. I just wanted to say Nike. Try and catch me. I, yeah. I so bet. it's not one? No, it's not. Victory. <laughs> The last one is Roach. Oh, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, it is. Because they can see, that's the one I can see working. It's weird. It'd be like a, a burgundy or something like that. That or made me think of exterminate. Cockroach brown. <laughs> you would look great in roach brown. <laughs> uh, did I lose? Um, no, I think you came out on top. Are you just I saying that? I think you that just scraped in. So I don't have a bad night. Mate, please get degrees. <laughs> I get told that a lot as well. You beat um, it this time. Yay. Well, I look forward to my next uh, public humiliation. <laughs> I look forward to bringing it. 
I know you bitches know what time it is. It's time to get your ass to class. All right. Ali's Science Class 2021. I'm ready. What are we doing this year? Yeah. Well, first, we are starting with a bit of disclaimer. So I think in science class, I've always told you to look at who is telling you things, look at who is funding things and make your mind up for yourself. So your average skincare or makeup product will be ha- will have between nine to 15 ingredients. And I should say first that having like more or fewer ingredients doesn't change the effectiveness or the safety of a product. It's about which ingredients that they use and how they interact with each other and how they interact with your skin and then how you apply them. All right, so not everything at once all of the time. Sometimes less is more. Uh, I get that a lot. <laughs> so you know you know when you pick up your product and like it's on the back of the box when you're reading the ingredients, it's called the Inky List and it's spelled like I-N-C-I. So Australian law, it gives brands a few different ways to do their Inky List to tell you what's in there. Um, and I should say that this way is the same. They do it in the EU, the US and Canada, so not to you know, alienate our worldwide listeners, uh, but it's very common across different countries. So you can do a straight list of ingredients in descending order. So you can start by mass or volume, so the biggest ones at the top, or you could do it in concentration of one or more percent in descending order and then list the ingredients in any other order. So you've got, you've got like the big ones at the top, right? Like big boys. The, the, like the water, I guess. And then anything that's under 1%. It can be in any order. So at the end of the day, you don't know how much of any ingredient is in a product unless it explicitly tells you. Right. Like, you know, those ordinary things that are like, you know, 10% niacinamide or whatever. I'm like, I'm 100% not fucking giving a shit. <laughs> I'm putting it on my face. But even then, like, what you're like, what, what is 10% niacinamide? What does that do for me? I don't fucking know. I truly don't. There's no point in which you definitely know that you're looking at something under 1% either. So, you know, they could have it like halfway down the ingredients list without saying a percentage, and you're like, wow, this has so much retinol, and it turns out it's like 0.2 of a sparrow's fart. A sparrow's, a a fox's hair of of retinol. (laughs) So when you're looking at your list, usually your number one ingredient is going to be water. So that doesn't mean that the product is like watered down. It's just there to help the other ingredients do their job. It's not like a nice support person there for them. It's not the vodka that the bartender gives you at 3am that is in fact just <laughs> fucking water. No, it's it's the nice plastic glass that he's put it in so you're not going to smash it into someone else's face. It's like I see a disaster coming. <laughs> and what you have next, so next you have emulsifiers which help bring the ingredients together by changing like the surface tension of them. So like when you make mayonnaise and you have to mix ingredients like oil and fats that, you know, don't... Excuse me, do not tell me what is in mayonnaise. This is, this is not a cooking show. I do not need to know how that sausage is made. That's this is for not, fucking sure. This is not a cooking podcast. Okay. <laughs> so things that, like, texturally don't play well together and don't usually mix. You need something to bind them together, right? And then the next thing you have is preservatives, and they're common because you don't want your product going off, right? You don't want to buy it, and then it's like... It needs to go in the bin in two months because it, that is not responsible consumerism. It really isn't, but, like... Talking about, like, smelly products, <laughs> my Charlotte Tilbury Hollywood Flawless Filter for a movie star youthful look glow fucking, I don't know. It smells like crayons now. Like, it stinks, so I'm not ready. I'm slightly concerned about that. Um, pry it out of my cold, dead hands. I've got a Becca one now. I know, I know, I know. Sorry, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> you digress. We're getting onto something interesting. So that is preservatives. So parabens, they are preservatives, and they're like an evil word but they're often maligned ingredients that are actually quite harmless. You also have thickeners to make the product feel nicer and emollients 
to kind of soften your skin and prevent water loss. Some of these are also perceived as scary, like mineral oil, like you probably heard things like mineral oil free, like claims on products and stuff. Uh, But they're mostly just like misunderstood or misrepresented. Misunderstood like me. I am but a mineral oil. Remember that products aren't required to go through any efficacy test before they go on the shelf. So they can say that they work, but it doesn't actually mean that they do. And then if something works for you, it might not work for your mate. So here is my end of the lesson. Get a sample of things if you can. So if you go to Mecca or Sephora, ask them for a sample. If you feel like uncomfortable about it, just say that you have reactive skin and you need to take a few days to work out if your skin is going to kick off about it. That's what I do because I do have reactive skin. So if it's something you can get from the big two retailers here, definitely get a sample. Reading the inky list is not going to tell you if it's going to work for your skin unless you know that you're sensitive to a specific ingredient. And then something that I talk a lot on this podcast about is not being afraid of chemicals. So don't pay more for something because it's natural or because it's got free from claims. If you're going to go through the inky list, then make sure you know what you're reading before you make a decision on something and spend a lot of money. Have you ever spent too much money on makeup and skincare and then freaked out? Have you ever hit Mecca so hard that you had to eat two-minute noodles for a week? Almost certainly. This one's for you guys. <laughs> We're talking about overconsumption, spending, and, and spending guilt, but not quite buyer's remorse. I wouldn't say that it's that. You love the product. Oh, you love it. And there's like, you're not fucking sorry, but you just feel shit. <laughs> and then you miss your car repayment. Last year really showed us that uh, it's important to look at how you spend your money. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying stop spending your money on makeup and skincare because I would be so unbelievably like like a hypocrite. It's good for the economy. It's totally like, yeah, we need it, right? Um, But what I learned about my uh, spending habits last year was was kind of mind-blowing. And I want you all to know this is coming from a non-judgy, safe space. Is this coming from our own hearts and our own wallets? Yeah, and from lessons learned. So, look, when I first, you know, was standing in Sephora holding that Becca (laughs) highlighter, it didn't occur to me that the price that Sephora tells me a product is, like, isn't the be-all and end-all. Incredible. We often talk about how expensive skincare and makeup is, but if you're addicts like us, you kind of just, you justify the price, you know what it is, you've already made your decision. And a lot of these times, sometimes these purchases can be uh, really, really fawned after and planned or quite impulsive. Yeah. Uh, What I have learned last year is to look for a bargain because it's possible. While there are non-compete contracts with both Mecca and Sephora, you know, which kind of stuffs us on our little tiny island and embargo stuff from being shipped overseas it's actually worth finding out if you can get it cheaper even if it takes a little longer to get to you and we are not talking strawberry net do not go on strawberry net please is it expired yeah. potentially yeah oh right like gray product like, or yeah whatever. like fall off the back of a truck kind of Mm, look, no, never never going to do that. We're not talking about eBay knockoffs or grey stock or, you know, catch of the day or whatever the <laughs> fuck that don't is. Don't do that either. Don't Come do that. House, no. no, truly don't. Um, we're kind of talking about being a savvy spender. I find myself that if I know that I've waited for a sale or checked out a price, like bought direct or tried to, I've been able to save a fair bit of money. So I think I might have mentioned my Pat McGrath palette that I got direct mm-hmm. last year. Sephora were charging like, a, I want to say like 140 in Australia. Yep. 
uh, Pat herself, I think, was one fifteen, and then I got like a percentage off. I got the palette for ninety five dollars. Thanks, Pat. It's like almost it was a fifty dollars saving or thereabouts, and that's a lot of money. Yeah. Like. That's, Go direct. That's a mini Huda eyeshadow palette. <laughs> like, and, and value it that way. I mean, everything we want, we want urgently. But I think the pandemic has kind of shown us that we can wait for long shipping times and still survive. I love that the new unit of measuring things is a mini Huda beauty palette. Oh, yeah. 50 bucks, Huda palette. Yeah. Little mini eyeshadow. What are those little eight pan babies? Yeah. Well, I, we have to think about it that way. So... If you're like us and you're going to buy a lot and you need to justify, this this will help you justify all day long. This is what I used to do with Urban Outfitters before they stopped this whole little loophole of, you know, Australia products coming into Australia via the US website. They always had Anastasia on sale. It was always like 20 or 30% off. I was so dirty when I found out you'd been doing that for such a long time and never told me. <laughs> like, you kept that a secret and I can see why. And when I told you, what happened? It ended discontinued yes no longer i'm gonna rename this podcast discontinued there are other ways that you can be savvy so for instance like buying direct the the brands are really trying to sell their product at the moment shipping Mm -hmm. fees are not astronomical anymore i think for charlotte tilbury it's only 15 bucks or and or if you save up and get everything at the one time she'll typically do bundles so whilst patience is required Although it doesn't take that long. It like, doesn't. I had a Charlotte one that maybe it took less than two weeks, I reckon. Well, yeah, all for to wait for the sale, yeah. basically. But one thing that I've been doing is just not being so loyal. Mm-hmm. So I was always like a level three mecca and plus, plus, plus. I was like, is there another level for me? And they're like, you're psycho. But I'm barely going to scrape through into level three this year, which you're looking at me like that's not a possible option for you. It's not happening. But because I've broadened my horizons of where I'm actually getting my product from, uh, because I'm I'm aware of markup and Mm -hmm. it it can be substantial. I'm talking like 20 bucks, $30. Like you got to roll the dice when you're buying overseas with exchange and shipping and things like that. But like, and, and you weigh it up, right? So is it saving on the discount? more or less than the shipping would be than or the markup would be than whatever then like go forth go to mecca go to sephora knock your socks off but it's it's really really worth looking at like brands like cult beauty cult Mm -hmm. beauty was a huge one for me they stock almost everything that we have here i love cult it is and and frequent sales i think the biggest gripe with mecca is that they don't have enough sales or they have that sad never sales sad sale boxing day where it's like half expired stock yeah, as well been, it's been in the back room for five years and yeah I mean I still I still go to those sales but you know with Colt you're, you're talking about the same kind of brands or mm-hmm. the, the, like even like exclusive brands as well and so often I'm getting 15% off yeah like all life I feel like and you've got to learn to work with algorithms I go in and poke around a little bit and then they email you they're like did you miss something? Here's a 15% yeah. off coupon. Like, coupon. I go and fuck around, see what happens. But <laughs> Fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. Now, a lot of people say that being on mailing lists is really difficult for their spending habits. It's easier yeah. for them to unsubscribe. And that definitely works. But if you are going to spend it anyway, sometimes being on their emails helps you because you can keep track of their sales. Mate, put a rule on your emails and put it into a folder and then don't look at it until, like you know you're in a good place. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Like, I think that we're, we're encouraging spending, but encouraging spending, I guess, responsibly. Um, I tried something last year where I was reselling a couple of eyeshadow palettes mm-hmm. that I barely used. Um, 
what's that thing called? Depop. Depop, yeah. Yeah, and I was on a no-buy or a very low-buy because no-buys aren't really possible for me. And for every palette I sold, I could contribute it to a new item and mm. that, that kind of helped me keep my expenditure low. Other rules I've had is because uh, <laughs> I have, like, tons of eyeshadow palettes, mm-hmm. more than anyone could ever need. <laughs> if there's not an original colour in the palette, we don't buy it. Well, that's what I have to do. I have to talk myself out of another red-brown palette. So I, I digress. I guess what we're trying to do is, like, whilst we're telling you to get products all the time... Mm. Don't listen to us. Don't always listen to us. Like, or put it on a wish list. Yeah. Get notified when it's on sale. Um, and also, you know, don't take a, a price on face value. Like, do a bit of research. Just and Google it. Yeah, Google it. And you might find out that, like, you don't mind a markup or you might find out, like, hey, that's a bit too stiff to stomach and you don't buy it that day. You could find a bargain. It's that time again. Woohoo! It's the end of the podcast and we always want to finish off by telling you to go and buy something. We have to send you off with good vibes. We do. Uh, not necessarily go buy something. Hey, and if you're going to, I hope you do it smart. Otherwise, you haven't listened to a fucking word we've said. Uh, we're going to talk about our high praises. And, Ali, would you like to do our first high praise of 2021? My first high praisey of this year is the Crave Great Barrier Relief Cream. Oh, that's yeah. clever. <laughs> Great Barrier Relief. Get it? I thought you misspoke. No. It's, <laughs> it's marketing, mate. Um, it's marketing. <laughs> marketing, mate. So this is an Asian beauty product um, that I that came to my attention last year. Um, and it's it's a really nice, like it's a, it, it is what it says on the bottle, right? It repairs your skin barrier. This is one of those products that's got like, it's packed full of ceramides and other really nice ingredients. And it's meant to restore your skin barrier. So when you've got a little bit too ham on your exfoliator, this is going to bring your skin back a lot nicer. I just, I feel like when I was a teenager, I just ripped off my skin. Because wow. I was like, if you know, if I can feel anything on my face, then I if I can feel anything at all as a teenager, <laughs> no, this I shouldn't be exfoliated it. enough with my St. Ives apricot scrub, um, <laughs> which we try not to talk about. No. But this is a really good product because I know that there are so many like really, really hectic AHAs and BHAs on the market these days, and I see so many people being like, "Help! I ripped off three layers of skin." Yeah. So always have something like this nearby in case you're just having a sensitive skin day no it is really good and it is very highly recommended by a lot of skin experts as well and it's cheap like it's well I wouldn't say it's cheap but it's it's not going to set you back a lot of money we love affordable less affordable I want to say what are you talking about now is uh my uh my high praise Mm. and it goes out to Miss Rihanna we saw a really really cool uh Fenty drop uh I want to say late last year Mm -hmm. Obviously, the Fenty Gloss Bomb is, like, one of the best-selling makeup products in Australia, if not worldwide. Like, yeah. I liked it, but the smell for me. Oh, I like the smell. Yeah, see, it's interesting. Like, I'm not – I'm, like – I'm a different. I'm different, guys. Okay, but I'm also prone not to like other girls. I'm not like other girls, but I'm prone to migraines, and the smell fucks mm. me up. So. I kind of I have it and I have it in my bag, but I don't always go for it. So when they came out with the, are you ready? Mm, no. Oh, 
It's long, baby. Uh, Fenty Beauty Gloss Bomb Cream Color Drip Lip Cream. Jesus wept. I know. It's truly the longest outside uh, Charlotte Tilbury's Hollywood Flawless Skin Filter for Superstar Movie Star Youth Glow Look, <laughs> um, which is, I believe, what that is called. Um, but this is what it is. It's like a fo- the formulation is similar, mm-hmm. I want to say, but it is a pigmented lip gloss. So whereas the gloss bombs are slightly tinted, quite translucent, these are a more pigmented lipstick, uh, lip gloss, but they they aren't, like, completely opaque in coverage, but they don't have that fucking weird smell that Do y'all love. Mm, they don't taste great. Yeah. That's the one thing. Like, I kind of subbed out the smell for the taste that's, like, not awesome. I mean, like, just don't eat it anyway. Like, Try not to eat it. I mean, when it's on your mouth, like, what do, you, what do you want from me? Like, it's going to get on your wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> well... I, lo- I really love this product. Um, I got the, I think it's more of like a brick red. Mm, it's a nice colour. It's gorgeous. Uh, and it it's kind of like, as I get older, like I find reds, red lipsticks and liners and glosses a little bit more troublesome because mm. this isn't like totally opaque in colour. It's a little more forgiving. I think I've talked about this before, but when you put red lipstick on and you have a glass of wine, you get what I call the second mouth mm. that appears between like your, your bottom lip and your chin. Do you know the trick for this? I learned from Lauren Conrad. Tell me. Before you take a sip, just like lick the glass a little bit. Ew. Yeah, but then it doesn't it, transfer. During COVID times, during that. Yeah, but you just like do a tiny little like <laughs> lick of the glass. A little slither of a glass. <laughs> and it helps your lip. Stick stay on. Okay, because my second LC mouth. Elsie told me. Okay, well, she's very rarely wrong. Yeah. But my second mouth is like notorious in these parts. <laughs> and I find that a, a little bit of gloss rather than like a really dead set MAC lipstick mm-hmm. is quite forgiving. But also, um, gloss, wh- whilst I love the product, I haven't been able to get it, give it as much attention as I'd like because we have to wear face masks everywhere. True. And glosses are not it. So I thought it was a really interesting move to release True. more glosses during an era where we're all wearing face masks. So uh, I love it. And when I'm walking somewhere to go and have a drink, I'm like, I get to finally wear it. Now yes. is my moment. It's high time for glosses. And to write, I say. This has been our first podcast back in a while and we're super excited to be here. Yeah. Can you tell? See you bitches later. When? when? No one knows. <laughs> that's all for this episode of beauty school dropout head on over to our instagram at beauty school dropout pod and give us a follow you can also send us a message at hello at beautyschoolpod.com be kind follow and subscribe Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.